It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hugh Freeze proved he's the man to rebuild the Auburn football program at SEC Media Day. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Daryl Dapperich, Montgomery Radio veteran, joining me at SEC Media Days. And Daryl, what we saw on Tuesday from Auburn head football coach Hugh Freeze proved that he is the man to rebuild the Auburn football program. Everything he said and how he handled a few of these questions that we're going to bring up in just a moment, I thought excelled and were, were excellent. And I feel even more confident that he's the right man to be Auburn's head coach. Yeah, I do too. I know it's difficult sometimes to make those proclamations until somebody takes the field and coaches. But I think off the field, composure, how you handle yourself, recruiting, rebuilding a roster, all those things matter. And I I could be wrong. It's just an in, intuitive feeling that I have. I have been very skeptical of former hires with Auburn. I'm one of those guys that's like, show me, prove it to me. Yeah. When Chiswick was hired, when, when Malzahn was hired, when Harson was hired, I was very reluctant to jump on board and be enthusiastic, enthusiastic and show the optimism. I talked about the optimism yesterday. Everything I saw today, if I was an Auburn fan, I would say, I'm glad that Auburn has Hugh Freeze. He was composed. Yep. He answered quite I, I don't know. There's just something about his, you know, his his whole way, he, his presentation that I, that exudes confidence. And I'm ready for the season to roll. And I think Auburn's going to be very pleased and prove, like you said, he is the man for the job. Yeah, and somebody asked him several different questions. Where I love that he'll say, "I don't know." Uh, I think it was Jacob Goins in his interview. He talked about. Uh, you know, he's like, what's the offense going to look like? He's like, I'd be lying if I told you anything because I, I don't know. And it's like, OK, 
well, that kind of leans towards you probably don't know who your quarterback is. Mm -hmm. And he talked about that a little bit, too, about how he's got like a 10-day plan to dwindle the the quarterback battle from three people to two once it gets into fall camp. But, I mean, it, it just seems like everything has been strategic. It seems like everything has been very, very fast, very, very quick moving. He made the joke. He's like, I've got I've got all these transfers on my team, and I don't know their names. And he's like, I'm joking, but seriously, I don't like know who they are as people. I just know I want them to be a part of the football program. And he's been able to do all of these things so quickly, back to back to back to back. And he probably just looked up. He's like, oh, it's media days. And oh, my gosh, in two weeks, there's fall camp. There are things that he's absolutely sure of and are non-negotiable. And he answers with a lot of brashness and confidence. Like when he said, you know, in the past, maybe there were some things that Auburn fans didn't think that everyone was on the same page as far yeah. as continuity. And he said, well, I can tell you they are now. You know, the question that I asked him about the rebuild and how quick that turns around, he said, I don't know where I'm ranking in other jobs. Mm -hmm. I, and he was honest about it. He said, I don't know where it falls in the other three jobs that I had to take. That answer surprised around. me, by the way. Yeah, it was. He just and, and again, I think that's completely linked to he said, if you want to turn things around quickly, you got to have a trigger man, got to mm -hmm. have the quarterback. So the fact that he doesn't know that answer tells me he doesn't know about the quarterback play yet. Yeah, maybe it's more of a competition that, than I realized. And we'll certainly see that. And he had a comment, you know, throughout the day about how you can win games with Robbie Ashford. And so that's going to be something that I think benefits Auburn, regardless of uh, who wins it. The competition being there is a good thing. Coming up, we are going to hear from Dari Noka of the SEC Network. And we'll also hear from Auburn tight end Luke Deal. We spoke to all three players representing the Tigers at Media Days, we will air those conversations throughout the week. But, Daryl, I wanted to touch on a few things that freeze. These are kind of more newsy-type things. Jeremiah Wright and Cam Stutz, from an injury standpoint, are good. They're back, ready to go. Uh, same with uh, backup guard Tate Johnson. He injured his elbow in the spring and then missed a few days and played through it after that. He seems good to go. Here's one that I thought was interesting. North Texas wide receiver Jair Shorter amidst his recruitment there were kind of some things that were up in the air about his leg. Is he going to be able to be physically fit enough and pass the physicals? And Auburn ultimately tested him and thought it was good. But Freeze did say they're going to manage him some until he gets fully healthy. And he said, quote, I think he's a receiver that can help us, but we've got to manage him a little bit. Um, Malcolm Johnson Jr. was also in the same boat there. He said cornerback J.D. Rim is also back going. He broke his collarbone. Back in the spring, he said that he's in a good spot. And then I'm trying to find a quote that he said about Brian Batty um, that said it's going to take him a little bit of time. Here it is. Uh, Batty underwent foot surgery after after spring and said uh, Batty is going to suck it up and go. You know, I wish I felt a little better about his surgery and maybe I'm just pushing it a little too I want it faster. So I thought that was interesting. And that's been kind of my fear. And people act like I'm hating on Brian Batty when we talk about the running back rotation. But he's just not really available right now. And all the other guys are. So I think that certainly plays a factor. It does. And thank goodness that the running back room is that deep, right? Correct. It gives him the opportunity to not have to push him. And I think Cobb coming on campus gives you that third option, too, where you do not have to rush him back. Interesting take about Shorter. And I suspect, and we didn't get a chance to ask him that question. We a lot of questions were asked. I want to. I I, I kind of don't get the feeling, and I want to know for sure and have him confirm it if he's done in the portal, because there is a chance that people graduate in the summer, 
and could still come to Auburn if it's a position in need. And I don't know if he's completely closed the door on the portal yet. Yeah, the scholarship situation is interesting. With taking Powell Gordon back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Demario Tolan leaving, they replaced him with Powell Gordon. Powell Gordon, I guess he didn't have any takers in the portal. So I assume Powell Gordon has a scholarship. I assume that. Yeah. And so that I think that puts him back at eighty-five. I think. It, it. I think it does too. And I do believe that you know with the shorter situation with the injury, I think getting hooks after shorter solidified that room. And I, I mm -hmm. do believe with Mal. You know, I, I just. I don't like hearing two of your receivers that maybe I don't know how much they were counting on Malcolm Johnson, but two guys sure. I think they were counting on shorter. It didn't say he couldn't use them. It says he's going to manage him, and I kind of like that. We talked about that. Shorter's a deep ball threat. He's not a possession receiver. He's not a guy that's going to give you 15 catches a game. Mm -hmm. Get three or four and hit the home run, and that's how you would manage him. Yeah, and he's an older guy, so you know you hope he's able to pick up on things a little bit quicker. We'll certainly see. Then I guess the other newsy type stuff, of course, Hugh Freeze was asked multiple times today about Jarquez Hunter and his availability. And his comment was simple and very quick and said he can't currently comment on university policy. So no answers there. Didn't expect any, but we'll leave that alone as well. So coming up, Dari Noka, he believes in the Auburn Tigers. He really does. And he, he, lo he loves the hire. enthusiastically, and almost, I want people to listen very close to these little clues. You couldn't even almost get your question all the way out, and he jumped in with enthusiasm and excitement about how he believes in that. Yeah, so be sure to stick around for that, and also we chat with Auburn tight end Luke Deal. Today's show brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Don't hire a Brian Harson. Be sure to do your research. Do multiple <laughs> interviews and get the guy like Hugh Freeze that'll make your company proud. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Point blank. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash college. That is LinkedIn.com slash college. The post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Joining it's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. He's out here on Locked On Auburn, Dari Noka of the SEC Network. Dari, it seems like the opinion of Hugh Freeze and this 2023 Auburn football team is all over the place. Where are you sitting on this spectrum of, okay, Auburn could surprise people or mm -hmm. Hugh Freeze needs some time? No, Auburn can surprise people. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the hire, to be honest with you. I'm a fan of Hugh Freeze. I, 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 we've seen him turn programs around. He's obviously now he's able to do it in a way that is more is accepted is okay is uh, he's not going to hear from the infractions committee like he did at Ole Miss this is going to be I think one of the more fun stories of this season um I, it's a project there's no question about that but I think the right guy is in charge of, of fixing that project and he's not going to back down from Alabama he's not going to worry about Nick Saban um no, I, I, I love the hire. It made all the sense in the world. Everywhere he's gone, he has kind of had a, had a, a situation where he's had to turn a program around, yeah. and he's done it rather quickly. Yeah. 
from a timeline standpoint, does this get expedited for him because of how he flipped that roster in the transfer? Portal? I think so. I think so. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't sit here and tell you, I think they have a chance to really compete in the West yeah. this year, but look, I, I, I'm, I'm really, really one. I'm eager to see what he does at quarterback and to see if Peyton Thorne is kind of the answer if he stays with Robbie. But I, I think if you, I think this year has set the groundwork, win seven, eight games. I think it's, you know, beat somebody that nobody thinks you will, whether it's Bama, whether it's LSU, whatever. Um, and then you roll into next season. I think Auburn will be, we'll be at this in Dallas next year at media days talking about Auburn, maybe as kind of that surprise contender, not in the West, there won't be a West, but you know, yeah. maybe that's a team that could get into that top four of the league. Can you recall a roster flip in the SEC as drastic as what he's done in the last few months? It's a good question. Not necessarily. No, not offhand. I mean, we're kind of in this new generation of, yeah, of sure. all of this. Um, but no, not necessarily. I mean, it, you know, not in the SEC. I mean, and, and it's not Colorado either, but um, no, but I think that's probably what was needed to some degree. And totally. that's, that's why they brought it. I mean, they, you know, um, it, it's a, they, they deemed that a big change was needed. They made a big change. He's making big changes. I think it's, it, it's going to be really, really fun to see how quickly they progress, but I certainly think they will progress quick. You know, as long as you've covered the SEC, one of the things that the elite programs have are coaches that can recruit but also develop. I yeah. think Auburn's been very unlucky the last 15 years where they've had like one or the other. It's been the either or. Do you think you freezes that guy that when he starts to recruit top 15, top 10 classes has also shown the history to develop players to get them into the league? That might be still a little bit of an unknown. Obviously, I think at, at Ole Miss, he brought in, however he did it, immense talent, right? Uh, and it, it, it did flip that. And I would certainly think he's able to develop. Um, but I think that probably remains to be seen a little bit, too. At Liberty, of course, he recruited really, really well. Got Malik Willis to come play quarterback. And, uh, you know, that wasn't the norm in that league. So we know he can recruit. I, I think that maybe the jury's still a little bit out. I do know this. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of Philip Montgomery as well, the offensive coordinator. Um, being from Tulsa and, and the son of a, of a Tulsa grad, I've always followed that that program yeah. pretty closely and I think offensively they were really really fun and I, I think that's a good hire so you put Phillips mind together with Freeze's offensive mind really really dangerous but no I think the jury's still out to answer your question in a really long-winded way I, I, I I'm eager to see if he's can develop but he'll also lean on his assistant coaches to do that as well and I and that's where I'm a huge fan of Montgomery so obviously you know the Auburn side of it very high on Peyton Thorne and what he can potentially do from your perspective yeah. What should reasonable expectations for Auburn fans be for a quarterback like Peyton Thorne well, coming into this league? Miss spring. I mean, there's a lot kind of going against him. Is he going to start? I think so. Yeah. You do think so? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say. You know, I mean, he obviously was part of the, the best Michigan State team in a while two seasons ago. Mm -hmm. He was also part of a downslide uh, at Michigan State last season. So it is it's hard. It's hard to predict. Um I guess I'm not as sold on him being the starter as, as maybe you guys are necessarily. Is that more about Peyton or more about Robbie? Well, it's, it's more the it's more of the unknown of Peyton Thorne in that system. Yeah. You know, Robbie hasn't necessarily played in it either, but it's a system where mobility is key, I think. Um, especially when you're kind of rebuilding an offensive front and, and you don't know what you have on the outside to throw to. I think the ability to to avoid a little bit of of, of a mess sometimes, extend plays, I think that's invaluable. And I don't know that Robbie's not a better option at that than Peyton Thorne. I think it, whatever 
when you look at Peyton Thorne and some of the, the year, two years ago, he was really successful. He had that mm -hmm. stud running back, Walker. Mm -hmm. Auburn's running back room should be one of its strengths. No doubt. Do you think that helps sure. him in the maturation and develop process to get to that next level? And part two of that, sorry, Robbie, mm -hmm. as dynamic as he is, though, even if he doesn't win the job, do you agree that there needs to be specific packages for him to still get on the field? I, I, and I, I would say yes. Um, and that's, I mean, that's where you really, you trust Hugh Freeze and Philip Montgomery to work together and be creative offensively and find ways, uh, find ways to do that. No, they will lean on the run game, I, I think. But at the same time, I think that that helps Robbie as well. I mean, you, you're not, you don't going to ask Robbie to go out and throw 32 for 40 and, you know, for 350 yards. Um, can Robbie get you, you know, 18 for 26 and, uh, you know, 98 on the ground probably so and i that might be good enough to win a lot of football games so you know we talk we talk a lot on our network about these quarterback battles and, and the unknown situations i think that's a very intriguing one uh, but robbie's such a great athlete i would think that there would be ways to to get him on the field yeah sure sure as far as auburn in the pecking order of the sec west everybody's going to have alabama and lsu at one or two you know some people are changing those orders whatever uh then after that it's like I've seen a lot of A&M. Then after that, it's just crazy. I mean, yeah, everybody's yeah. orders kind of all over the place. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I don't – I mean, I would have them – I don't even know what – I mean, I kind of like LSU, then Bama. Yeah. A&M, I'm not sure how much I trust them still. It's hard Forget to it. pick them, but I wouldn't necessarily put Auburn ahead of them. Um, I think Auburn is going to be – you know, I think they're going to be right around Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, like you said. I mean, you could probably throw them four through seven in any order at the end of the year and be like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, I could see that. I could see that. That makes sense. Um, but like, look, if they finish ahead of Arkansas, if they finish ahead of of Ole Miss, that's nothing but success for Auburn in year one under under this regime. All right. So looking at the future of the conference, something I felt like Commissioner Sankey said yesterday that was very interesting, and I wanted to get your mm -hmm. take on it. He he was very. I felt like it was a shot across the bow for folks that wanted to go to the nine game schedule, where he said if we're an eight game schedule, we can preserve one rivalry. For the Auburn folks, obviously, that's Alabama. Mm -hmm, but that mm -hmm. means the Georgia game goes yeah, away, and that's yeah, a big deal. Yeah. A nine-game schedule, you can preserve three. Do you feel like most people do that eventually this is going to get to a nine-game yes, schedule? Yes, I do. Um, I do. And I honestly thought it was going to get to nine this, you know, in 24, and I'm surprised it didn't. But I, I the more they're going to have these conversations, the more I think Greg Sankey is going to continue to make the point that he thinks it should be nine. I firmly believe he thinks it should be nine. He and I have had these conversations uh, you know, uh, on the air and over a beer. And, and I do think eventually we will get to that point. There are too many really good rivalries that you look at one of the newcomers coming in, Texas needs to play Texas A&M and Oklahoma. And if they come in and there's only the one, it's going to be Oklahoma. It won't be A&M. And that in itself to those that maybe, you know, haven't followed those rivalries over the years, like that needs to be played. Um, part of what makes this league great are those Saturday rivalries. And I, and I do, believe eventually we'll get tonight. Sorry, thank you for your time, man. You got it, guys. Appreciate it, man. Great stuff from Dari Noka. We will shift our attention to Luke Deal in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Daryl, we could not be at Media Days without our great friend, Clay Benson, attorney at law. Yeah, Clay, we really appreciate him helping bring us out here. His phone number is 334-356-1925. He does criminal representation, estate planning, small business transactions, as well as injury cases. Of course, no representation is made that the quality of the legal services performed by Clay is greater than the quality of legal services 
performed by other lawyers. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Joining us now here live from Radio Row, Auburn tight end, Luke Deal. Luke, it's, uh, I imagine it's been a pretty fun, pretty crazy offseason, and now you're here at SEC Media Dex. Absolutely. This is, this is one of those moments that you kind of dream about your whole life and uh, don't think about too much during the day-to-day grind, but surely is a, is a blessing and an honor to be here and to represent such a great university that I love so much. And like you said, been a fun offseason, uh, been a grind, and it's only going to get better. I've always wondered what goes through an athlete's mind and kind of the thought process when you find out you're going to be a representative of your school at SEC Media Days. We know it goes without saying it's a huge honor, and you probably don't think about those things. And when it comes and it happens finally, what's the initial reaction? Yeah, I mean, an initial reaction for me was just shock. Uh, and to see some of the guys who have come before me who have done it, it I mean, it's just – uh, some of the great Auburn players of all time and some of the great Auburn leaders of all time. And uh, to be chosen for uh, to speak on behalf of our university is is just incredible. And I didn't really realize it until uh, the plane trip over here, but that's when it kind of hit me like, wow, this is this is something special and something that I'm really happy to be a part of. Well, you mentioned leaders, and that's something Coach Freeze has talked about a ton publicly. I'm sure even more behind closed doors in, in the locker room and team meetings and such kind of saying, hey, we need folks to, to step up and kind of start this new culture, start this new era of Auburn football. And I asked him during spring, I'm like, coach, who are the leaders? And he, he highlighted the whole tight end room, which obviously you're a big part of. Talk about that group and kind of what that means in regards to the role that the tight end room is playing, not only on the field, but off the field. Yeah, well, in this era of college football, you have to, you have, to have strong leadership. It's a must, uh, especially with guys coming in and out, transfer portal. Right. Uh, that culture needs to be maintained if it's already there or, or built up if it's not. And our room is a very mature room, a very aware room, and a room that doesn't mind to speak out, uh, which I love. And I love working with those guys. And I feel like it's good to have a position group on the field at all times that is ready to go in, get the job done, and get out, lead, lead your guys in. We have a, a SEAL team mentality in the tight end room. We, and we love being – part of that group and being accountable for that yeah last year towards the end of the year you guys ran multiple tight end sets and you ran out of it and got really successful and got a lot of yards without giving too much away did you see that say, smile when you said yeah, two tight end sets he liked that i don't want to be any spies on this but <laughs> i would imagine that this coaching staff and this uh offense not not only could you run out of multiple tight end sets maybe throw out of some do you feel like that could happen, that multiple tight end set continue into the fall? Absolutely. Uh, you know our, our room's very deep. Uh, we've got some really good receivers as well. And just being able to be versatile as an offense is huge for us. So if we can have that ability to go uh, two, three, four tight ends in some sets, depending on, on down and distance, then that's going to be a big, a big deal for us coming forward, moving forward this year. And um, I'm excited. I, the more tight ends on the field, the better for me. I, I love it. And, uh, the physical run game that we had toward the end of last year, uh, that's something that we want to build on this year. And, and obviously, like you said, Coach Freeze has a good track record with with offenses and, and being very versatile. So I'm excited about that. 
What about Rivaldo Fairweather? I mean, Auburn fans are really excited about this guy. We've gotten to see him a little bit of him, you know, just with our open windows and spring practice. Seems very explosive. How's he fit in with everything? Oh, he fits in like a glove, man. I mean, yeah. he is uh, he's a great guy. He's he's bought into our culture in that room. Uh, like I said, it's an old room. It's a room that's been together for a long time. So that can be kind of intimidating to start. And I think that he's done an, an incredible job with just buying into that culture, uh, being one of us. And like you said, you've seen him on the field. He's, he's explosive. Yeah. Uh, he's got great hands. He, he runs really good routes and he's going to be a really good asset to our team this year. And he's a good guy. So what about, what about the other side of it? The young side of it, Michael Riley Ducker seems like a guy that's got a lot of ability, a lot of athleticism. What have you seen out of him early? Absolutely. Well, Micah, you, th you think of him as a young guy, but he's had, he's had some pretty good experience, especially practicing all last year. When you practice with a group of old guys, you practice under a John Samuel Shanker yeah. uh, to where Tyler Fromm and I are kind of the younger guys. We're not really young. So uh, he's had a lot of experience just being thrown in there and uh, being thrown in a battle. He's, he's continuing to work and mature each and every day. And I'm really proud of, of how much he's accomplished so far and, and what he's going to do for us. Cause he's, he's a really good player. I'm going to go ahead and keep this, question positive i want to i want to focus on the positive a because i don't want it to be about anything that happened in the past but you've been a part of different coaching staffs yeah. tell me the decided difference that you can see in culture when you freeze got here for your tight end room and the team as a as a whole is there one or two traits that you feel like are noticeably different i think for our our team right now and specifically our tight end room as well um we're really just focused on the process more and uh, there's been times in other seasons where I've seen our team kind of just look forward to goals and, and look forward to, oh, what are we going to be this year? What are we going to do this year? How are we going to get this 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 year? Instead of just focusing on the process, and I think that Coach Freeze, uh, Coach Dom, that staff, and the strength staff, and uh, just our whole team has bought into enjoying the process, enjoying the grind, embracing the journey, and just trying to get better each and every day because you can only control today. You can't control tomorrow or yesterday. So. Uh, that's a big difference for me. Luke, thank you so much for your time, man. Best of luck uh, for the rest of the day, and then obviously the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, More Eagle. Great stuff from Auburn tight end, Luke Deal. Really enjoyed visiting with him. The, his face, we got to circle back to this just for a second. His face, when you brought up two tight end sets, he looked so happy yes, he and did. so excited. I think he wanted to stand up out of his chair and jump, Daryl. He really did, and he lit up like a Christmas tree. We mentioned we mentioned how they used him last year to run the ball out of those sets. I wanted to know if we could see that again next yeah. year, and he said, oh, yeah. And then he went on to a little nugget about how many tight ends. So tune into that, how many tight ends they could see on the field at one time. He said four. He said four, and that's, of course, probably a goal line package, but I love it. And and then later on, he even talked about it. He, he kind of elaborated further. They can throw or run out of those multiple tight end sets. I love it. I love it. And that's what Hugh Freeze kind of hinted at a few times too. Tendencies, making sure defenses don't see what's coming. So um, nothing groundbreaking, but I thought that was a cool note by Luke Deal. Thank you for joining us yet again live from Locked On, uh, Locked On Auburn's coverage of SEC Media Days. We will continue throughout the week. We're talking with Tikio Spikes. We're also talking with, uh, we, we spoke with Cam Stutz. And Elijah McAllister will play those conversations later in the week as well. Be sure to read all of our coverage in the written form at AuburnDaily.com. Until then, this has been Locked on Auburn. The 
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.